In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Double-Edged Sword, a Christian podcast ministry presented by Father Gennard Lazar. Father Gennard is a parish priest of the Mud-Edda Parish of the Assyrian Church of the East in Turlock, California. Here's Father Gennard. One of our dear listeners has requested that we um, speak and discuss the topic of pride, and I will be more than proud to do that. Um, pride is one of the the dangerous elements or factors in one's Christian life. When we read the scriptures, uh, in Proverbs chapter 16, verses 18 to 19, uh, it states that disgrace, or let's say dishonor or shame, is before ruin and pride of spirit before misfortune. The humble spirit and humble eyes are better than he that divides loot, that is wealth, with the mighty. So pride is the killer of honor, killer of respect, is the killer of reputation. St. John Chrysostom quotes and writes, Let us not be proud at all. He goes on to say, For if he who is God and Lord and Son of God did not refuse to take the form of a slave or a servant, much more, much more we must do everything even if they are humble. And he continues, So let me, so I'm sorry, so tell me, man, where does your pride come from? From what do you own in life? But these leave before they even appear. Is it from the spiritual? But there is one and only spiritual achievement, and that is not to be proud. So if you're proud of your spiritual state and your spiritual life and to the point where you maybe look yourself to be above others, well, the spiritual achievement, St. John Chrysostom says, is not to be proud. So that's a failure. He continues, so why are you so proud? Because you achieve something? Listen to what Christ says. When you do what you are commanded to do, and that is to forgive your brother who sins seven times a day and returns seven times and you forgive. So even if you accomplish that, St. John Chrysostom quotes this, and Jesus says, when you do what you are commanded to do, then you must say that we are useless, empty, idle servants. Not to be proud, and that's in Luke 17.10. St. John goes on, Are you also proud of your wealth? 
Why? Do you not hear that naked we came to life and naked we will leave? Job 1.21 Do you not see those who came before you, that they left naked and in the wilderness? Who is proud of having things that are not his? Because those who want to use them only for their own pleasure lose them without their will. And many times, of course, before death, but at death and definitely at death. So the question is posed, how do we avoid, how do we combat, how do we overcome pride? Simple, very simple. Be humble. Be humble yourself. By humbling ourselves. Yes, but how? How do we do that? Adrena's not here today, but I'm, I'm posing the questions on her behalf. These are some spiritual, personal exercises I'm going to um, share with you to overcome pride and excel in humility. Number one. Hate it. You probably thought prayer, right? Yeah, I was going to say pray. Well, no, you hate it. Despise pride. Hate pride. Why? Because God hates it. Hate everything that God hates. God hates the sin. We hate the sin. God loves the sinners and sent his son to die for them. We also love the sinners. So hate what God hates. And one of those is being pride. Proverbs 8.13 The fear of the Lord God is hating evil, pomp, that is showing off, <clears throat> excuse me, pride, the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Let me read it again. The fear of the Lord God is hating evil, pomp, that is show off, pride, the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate, says God. So first and foremost, off the bat, we must despise what defiles us, and one being pride. The next will be that you want, desire, humility. Again, not prayer, right? Okay, hold on. Don't jump the gun. We're coming to prayer. You need to want humility, desire it, crave for it, thirst for it, lust for humility. Yes, lust for humility. Because when someone lusts for immorality, you know what they go through and to what extents they go through. Well, lust humility. Go to that extent where you truly require and you truly desire to attain humility. Strive for humility. And all for the glory of God first. Not that God's glory is dependent on our humility. However, there is significance in glorifying God in our lives. It means God has a special place in our hearts. First and foremost, I'm going to do it for God, for my Lord. Then for my fellow men. So want and desire and crave and thirst for humility. Strive for humility. And then, yes, here it is. Pray about it. Jesus promised in John 4.13, And what you shall ask in my name, 
I will do for you, that the Father may be glorified in his Son. This is Christ's promise. How do we pray? Just the two words we put together at times? Or we just do the sign of the cross? St. Paul writes in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, In prayer be constant, continuously praying for humility. Because you're craving for it, remember? You're thirsting for this. You desire to be humble in, all, in order to appease God and in order to avoid pride. In prayer, St. Paul writes, be constant and be watchful in it. And in giving thanks, watchful. St. John Chrysostom again comments, Paul realizes that continuing in prayer can frequently produce restlessness. Therefore, he writes, watching, awake, that is, be sober, be sober, avoid wandering minds. That's why solitude is a great place for prayer, away from the distractions. And constantly praying, continuously praying and asking the Lord to grant you the gracious, the victorious gift of humility over pride. Next, we need to remember and to admit and to concede to the fact that we are sojourners. We are refugees in this world. And nothing we have was ours, is ours, and will remain ours. Our beloved Assyrian nation, our beloved brothers and sisters, the Assyrian uh, brothers and sisters, can so relate to this as far as being refugees. We have had brothers and sisters who have left everything behind and fled for their safety and have arrived in these Western countries and the, the, the testimonies that they give and, and the stories that they say, we left everything, all of our livelihood, we left just so we can um, you know, reach the point of safety, just so we could save our lives. Well, it's the same. We are sojourners in this world. Nothing is ours. We will leave it one day in order to enter that eternal bliss with our Lord Jesus Christ. Our body belongs to the earth. We put, we spent tens, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars on our bodies. Botox and Motox and Photox, whatever it is hundreds and thousands of dollars and there are people that are dying our bodies belong to the earth beloved if you don't believe me please pay a visit to um, what is it turlock memorial park or if you're in sydney go to lichtcomb or go to oh i forgot the other one yeah just just you know pay the cemeteries a visit and go around and read the tombstones, who these people are. And if the, if the graves were to be opened, there'd be nothing but bones and probably dust. So our bodies belong to the earth. You have so much pride over your body because you have a nice figure. You have a nice behind. Yeah, I'm going to say these things. Kasha Jannard says it as it is. And if it offends, praise God. I hope that it, it offends to repentance. And if it encourages, glory to God. I hope and pray that it encourages to continue that moral living. 
You've got so much pride in your body. You want to watch yourself in the mirror and take his pictures of, in the mirror and take you know, selfies and post them. That body that you have so much pride in and you spend so much time and effort and money. And I'm not saying exercise is bad. I'm not saying that we need to take care of our temples of the Holy Spirit. But keep in mind that temple will one day return to the earth. So your body is not yours. It will not remain. It is yours, I'm sorry to say, but it will not remain for it. It's not everlasting. We will enter the kingdom of heaven with a glorified body, an eternal body. And some will enter the eternal damnation and hell with an eternal body. But the body that we have is temporal, belongs to the earth. Our souls are remanded in Sheol or rested in paradise. The good will be resting in paradise, awaiting the, the return of the Lord for that final judgment. Now, you know, when we speak earthly, just, it just I'm putting it in an earthly perspective, but in eternity, it's different. Let's, we're, we're, right now, we're on the earth. When we enter eternity, we'll understand what it means, right? But with our eternal and carnal understanding, our souls are remanded, in rest in paradise for those who've been obedient to the word of God and in torment in Sheol. And the spirit returns to God according to Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 17. And one of the theologian fathers comments, the spirit which is not begotten by intercourse between the sexes, but belongs to God alone in a special way, returns to its creator. This too is clearly, clearly implied in that breathing by God through which Adam in the first instance received his life. Genesis 2.7 Nothing will remain. Nothing will remain, beloved. Sometimes we want, you know, we hear of people wanting to be buried in their um, Teslas <laughs> or in their Studio Bakers or in their um, Chevrolets. You know, it's, it's that carnal understanding. You're not going to be resurrected in your car or in your wealth. Nothing. Everything will dissolve. And Simon, St. Peter, writes this in his second epistle, chapter 3, verse 10 to 11. And the day of the Lord will come like a thief in which the heavens will suddenly pass away. And the elements being ignited will be dissolved and the earth and the works in it will not be found as therefore all these things are to be dissolved what persons ought you to be in holy conduct and in the fear of the fear of god and obviously in humility not taking not being proud about anything except god himself praise be to his name and lastly, always remember, remind yourselves and that we can do nothing without Jesus Christ, including humility. You know, how do, we, we, how do we overcome pride through humility? We can't do this on our own. John chapter 15, verse 5, Jesus writes to his disciples, or he says to his disciples, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides with me and I in him, this one brings forth forth much fruit because without me without me jesus says you can do nothing and that includes the bringing forth of the fruit of humility to be humble 
Saint Ephraim the Assyrian writes, If you want to defeat pride, then, if you achieve anything, do not say that you have done it through your own labors or with your own strength. You know, some, that's why when Jesus instructs his disciples that they ought to forgive seven times a day, Forgive a brother seven times a day. If he if he sins and seven times he repents and he returns and repents, you forgive him seven times. Then he goes on to say, what servant do you think will come back from the plow and his master will say, come eat with me? No, he won't. He will say, first prepare for me a meal. I will eat and drink, and then you come follow. You can you can you know eat after me. And then he asks the question, does the servant deserve grace? and and uh, you know a pat on the back and glorification because he has done what he needs to do no so to you everything that you do keep in mind that we must avoid vainglory and pride so pride is not only in you know the earthly things that we pride of pride can also creep in when you are doing the will of god you want to preach the Word of God because you want to show that you know the Word of God. You want to correct someone who's in error because you want to show that you're not in that error. You know, St. Paul says, if a brother is in error, you who are spiritual, spiritual, not prideful, meaning humble, correct the person. But be careful that you don't fall into temptation. What temptation? The temptation of pride. St. Ephraim continues, he says, If you fast, keep vigils, sleep on bare ground, sing psalms, serve in the altar, or do a great number of prostrations, say that it was done with God's help and protection, not by your own strength and effort. This is the level of humility that we need to attain in order to claim rightly that we have overcome pride. And beloved, Always keep in mind, our Christian life is a marathon, not a hundred meter dash. No one can claim that they've ran the hundred meters, they've made it. Saint Paul, who was called by Jesus Christ, who heard the Lord Jesus Christ, who was a chosen vessel by Jesus Christ, writes that whether I have attained it or not, that means glorification, perfection, I do not know. One thing I know that I focus on on the crown that is awaiting me so it's a struggle it's a continuous work it's a continuous deed beloved until the day the lord returns who and that is the time that is the person that is that is whom we await to receive our our tick of approval for being humble and avoiding pride i want to close by sharing St. Ephraim's prayer with you. And maybe you can recite this when you feel that you need to humble yourselves. Lord and Master of my life, do not give me a spirit of sloth, curiosity, lust for power, pride, or idle talk. But give to me, your servant, a spirit of sober-mindedness, humility, patience and love indeed lord and king grant me to see my own faults and not to judge my brother for you are blessed unto the ages of ages
Amen. Praise and glory be to the Holy Trinity, the Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. One last thing, please also don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. If you'd like to suggest future episodes or give us detailed feedback, please visit the link in the description or on our Instagram, linktr.ee forward slash double edged sword. God bless you all.